Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the fifth thing. (laughs) Amy and Kat here. And today's quote comes to us from Mark Twain, but it's actually something that my pastor worked into his sermon this last Sunday. So sent myself a little note. Actually, I texted Kat in the middle Mm -hmm. of the service. I was like, ooh, quote for Tuesday. And it's most men die at 27. We just bury them at 72. Mark Twain. And I looked this up and there's different variations. I think Benjamin Franklin once said it and it's Mm. like, most men die at 25 and we bury them at 52 (laughs) or 75 (laughs) or something like that. So I'm sure there's been other people that have said something similar, but it just is a reminder that we're not living. Mm -hmm. You're alive, but are you living? Mm -hmm. Are you happy? Do you have things to look forward to? Are you stuck in this routine where you go to bed and you dread waking up and you get through the day and there's no difference between a Monday and a Thursday and a Saturday and you're just surviving? Mm -hmm. So Kat, once I texted that to her, she sent me back a screenshot of a post she had once put up that is similar to this topic. So Kat, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have you read your post. So this didn't originally come from me. It is an excerpt from a book and... It is something that was shared with me when I did adventure therapy training like years ago. And adventure therapy is essentially doing therapy out in the woods and doing like team building and different like problem solving games. And it's a lot of like playing, like you're 
playing. And so we were talking about like inviting play back in our lives and what it's what it means and what it takes for adults to get out and like do some of the stuff that could seem kind of silly but actually can be very meaningful. So the director of the program and the training that I was at read us this excerpt and I will never I've forgotten a lot of that training, but this I will never forget. And it's from uh, the book, A Boy's Life, and it's written by Robert R. McCammon. And I'm just going to read it, and then I want to hear what you think. Okay. So we all start out knowing magic. We are born with whirlwinds, forest fires, and comets inside of us. We are born able to sing to birds and read the clouds and see our destiny in grains of sand. But then we get the magic educated right out of our souls. We get it churched out, spanked out, washed out, and combed out. We get put on the straight and narrow, and we are told to be responsible. We were told to act our age, to grow up. For God's sake, grow up. And you know why we're told that? Because the people doing the telling are afraid of our wildness and our youth, because the magic that we knew made them ashamed and sad of what they'd allowed themselves to wither away. The truth of life is that every year we get farther away from the essence of that is born within us. We get shouldered with burdens, some of them good, some of them not so good. Things happen to us. Loved ones die. People get in wrecks and people get crippled. People lose their way for one reason or another. It's not really hard to do in this world of crazy mazes and crazy times. Life itself does its best to take that memory of magic away from us. You don't know what's happening until one day you feel like you've lost something inside of you, but you don't know exactly what it is. It's like smiling at a pretty girl and she calls you sir. It just happens. All right. And that is the end of it. And I posted this a couple of times, but I posted this right after the um, snowstorm that happened last year. Remember when we all got like stuck in our houses? I got stuck in my house. If you're in Nashville, yeah. Yeah, Nashville. I got stuck in my house for like four or five days. And I posted it. It was a video of me doing, making a snow angel and like playing in the snow. And it was just like, I normally I'm like, oh, I hate snow. Snow's so annoying. It's so inconvenient. But then I let myself get outside and like play in the snow and I had a really good time because I wasn't worried about my responsibilities and I wasn't worried about how I was supposed to be acting outside and how I was supposed to be. And like what I was supposed to be working on at work, I just let myself enjoy my day. And I had one of the best days I had probably that whole year. So I just love that part of that book. And to be honest, I haven't read that whole book, but to me, all I need is those two paragraphs. It reminds me of last summer, we were at a water park and I'm not a big water park person, but we went for my kids and I decided I was just going to go all in. And I did some stuff like got my hair wet, didn't worry about anything, went down the different slides, got the tubes, did all the stuff. And it was so much fun. fun. But going into it, I got to say, I didn't have the best attitude. But when I went down some of the rides and I just decided to scream at the top of my lungs and who cares, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and make big splashes, my experience was totally different than if I had been a little more uptight, rigid, like, "Eh, don't want to be here. Oh, Mm -hmm. the sun, oh, the wet, oh, the the food, all the things. All the things. But it ended up being a really awesome day. My day at the water park was planned, but Mm -hmm. I spontaneously decided to be a kid and scream and enjoy it, where yours was totally spontaneous. You had no idea we were going to wake up to a snowstorm. Well, I'm sure we had some warning, but... I did not think it was going to be like that. (laughs) Yeah. Whether people are wrong from time to time. And you spontaneously became a kid and did something Mm -hmm. that was nourishing for that playful side of yourself. And so I just have been reflecting on that that quote of 
what, whatever age it is for you, maybe it's not 27, but maybe there's a little part of you that died. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was hopes. Maybe it was certain things where you just completely shut down and your emotions turned off and you're just not dialed in. Like, what can you do to tap into that? Mm-hmm. And I think as you're, you're speaking, like sometimes it's not always like the death of a dream or something like that. It's like somebody shamed you or you felt shame enjoying your life. I mean, you went to a water park and somebody was like, oh, loser, you're too old for that. And it's like, okay, I guess I have to be this way. And so it can be stuff like that too. And I think that's why a lot of times I, it's almost like I feel like I have to be cooler than I am. Like I have to be an adult is a certain kind of coolness and a kid is a certain kind of coolness. And I think that's where I find myself like dying younger and not living because I'm like, I don't want people to think something of me. Well, and just like it said in that book, which I've heard this from other people multiple times, is that we need to stop saying act your age, especially to children, because that's when we can shut them down or like, why are you acting like that? Or stop Mm -hmm. stop doing that when maybe they're just being a kid and being playful. And we as adults or someone in their life, or it could have happened to Mm -hmm. us, that is said to them. And then that shuts down that whole playful side. So, well, and speaking of dreams, maybe somebody's like actor age, like go get a responsible, respectable job when like you have this dream that you really want to see come out. And then you're like, well, I can't do that because I have to act my age. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I've got a dream that was uh, sent in by a listener Ooh. that we're going to grant. Okay. <laughs> um, from Blakely. She's a second grade teacher from North Carolina and a longtime listener of the podcast, but she's never emailed. Mm. And she listened to my Q&A that I did with listener Jackie the other day. So thank you for that. She said that she's listened to 95% of the content on the Four Things podcast. Wow. And she said she looks forward to every Tuesday and Thursday because of me and Kat. Oh, that would be me and you, yeah. you and me. So uh, here's the rest of her email. She said, when I heard that you were having Shauna Nyquist on the podcast, I just had to email because she is my favorite author ever since my friend Kayla mailed me her first book, Cold Tangerines, back in 2014. With you and Shauna both being my favorites, I absolutely freaked out about the idea of this episode. So I just had to shoot my shot with this email. A few weeks ago, Shauna posted something about people being mean to her on social media and said something along the lines of, if you were going to say something rude this week, could you just not? It broke my heart at the thought that anyone could say anything mean to such a sweet, well-meaning person. And I tried to send her a reply in response to the post. It said she didn't accept messages from just anyone, LOL, probably because people are being so rude right now. I know that you were trying to surprise your sister Christy, but maybe after the fact, you could tell Shauna that there are people out there who love her books and have read Cold Tangerines and Bittersweet an embarrassing amount of times. My birthday is April 24th and I told my husband that pretty much all I want for my birthday is, I guess I haven't learned that yet, which is Shauna's new book. Mm -hmm. That's me saying that there. Okay, back to the email. I know it's going to be so amazing and inspiring just like the other books. I could fangirl about Shauna for several more paragraphs, but I'll end it here and leave my favorite quote from Bittersweet. Looks like we're getting an extra quote for today's episode. (laughs) Thank you, Blakely. Everybody has a home team. It's the people you call when you get a flat tire or when something terrible happens. It's the people who near and far know everything that's wrong with you and love you anyway. The home team people are the ones you can text within five minutes notice saying, I'm on my way and I'm bringing tacos. (laughs) 
<laughs> Love y'all. Blakely. So thank you for that quote. And Blakely, yes, I will share this or like a gist of this email with Shauna when I interview her, which heads up, you'll be able to hear that. I am 99.9% .9 sure Thursday, April 7th is when that one is going to air. And I talked to my sister the other day. She still has no idea that she's hopping on for this Zoom with Shauna. And she was talking about how she just finished her book. I guess I haven't learned that yet. And she said that she loves how Shauna always remembers details mm -hmm. about what she orders when she goes out to eat. Like when she's describing if she goes out to eat, she always shares what she has, some of the things from the menu that they got. And my sister's like, I love that. And we were actually going out to dinner that night when I was talking to my sister as a family for my birthday, like me, the kids, my husband, and we were going to the specific place because Tashira loves their egg rolls. And it's not your average egg roll. It's a Ooh. Philly cheesesteak egg roll. And it is pretty amazing. It's got this sweet and sour sauce thing going on that you dip it in and it's fabulous. And it should be because I think it's a $17 egg roll. <laughs> we only eat there oh, for nice, nice special occasions or we just straight up order the egg roll and Stashira better have gotten like an A plus plus <laughs> on some paper or something. But my sister was like, you need to remember. So in case you ever, you know, write about that night out or anything, be like, and we ordered... The egg rolls. <laughs> and they were $17. <laughs> and they're amazing. There's so much that, in fact, I have talked about these egg rolls before. And a listener was like, oh my gosh, you can Google this recipe and you can go get the egg roll paper things. And then you can make your own Philly cheesesteak egg rolls mm -hmm. in the air fryer. Wait, that also would be a cute little thing for you and Sashira to do together. Yeah. Well, and speaking of, her, Sashira's 15th birthday is coming up at the end of April, April 25th. And she's already presented me with the cake that she would like to make for her birthday. And together make it? Yeah. Oh, and I was so like, fun. oh, that'll be fun. She normally loves vanilla cake, vanilla icing. And I'm like, well, this should be no problem. We should make a cake. That would be special. Well, she found this cake on YouTube from like China. <laughs> And all the ingredients are hard to find <laughs> and all the tools that they use. And it's very professional. Like you need a table that spins and like the night. And so oh, I have one of those. Okay. Well, might need yeah. to borrow it. So she wrote down every ingredient and the amount, except for it's not in, you know, English or American. I mean, it's her, it's like she European wrote it in English, but it's like 200 grams yes. of sugar. And I'm like, what? What kind of cake is this? A peach filled cake thing. You take peaches and then you marinate them in sugar and then you put the peaches in the middle. I mean, and then there's like peach gelatin. There's all these bizarre ingredients and it looks very complicated. And I am trying to be a trooper. I'm trying to live, you know, I'm trying to be like, <laughs> I am living, I'm living through this cake. And my child wants yeah. to bake this masterpiece that she found on some obscure YouTube cooking show. And she took the time to write down every single thing, which is really sweet. But she knew that some of the stuff we don't have, she's like, either find or purchase like this. Find or purchase this. And I'm like, yeah. What are some of the weird things you remember? I can't even, it's downstairs. Okay. I mean, I'd have to later. go get it, but it's not. Well, you're going to try to do it. Maybe. And then maybe have a backup cake <sighs> just in case. I know. But even just going to the store, I don't even know how much we're going to spend like trying to make this and it potentially could turn out a disaster, but also is that me being a playful you gotta live. kid? Yeah, you got to live. 
and I need to live. Yeah. So think about how fun it could be, even if it becomes a disaster of a cake. You guys could laugh at like how much of a disaster of a cake it could be. Okay. That's but that's why you need the backup cake. I, I mean, <laughs> well, we'll probably just yes, buy the backup cake or do like a cheapo box cake, which are the best, mm-hmm. by the way. So like a funfetti mm-hmm. mix or something, and we'll be good to go. But yeah, that's my, I need to tap into that. Maybe that came up during this episode where we're having this conversation. It's very timely and it's to remind me that it's okay to have fun in the kitchen and get flour and sugar everywhere. You like to bake and cook though. I don't really. Yeah, I hate it. No, hate it. Don't. But maybe that's because something shut me down from that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's probably the time that uh, my cousin Amanda and I, the cousin's not really my cousin that's also a psychic. She was over at my house and we were little and we made this concoction and we thought it was just amazing. We were laughing at it, but we put everything under the sun in it, like eggs, it was raw. I think we even added dirt from outside. It was green food coloring. It was this whole thing. And we had no intention of actually consuming it. I was going to say, did you eat it? But my mom was not happy that we wasted things. So she made us drink (gasps) it. Not the whole thing, but we had to try it. And it was disgusting. But I wonder if that's when Yeah, you're like, I'll never play in the kitchen again. Kitchen curiosity shut down. So you, what was it? A green dirt egg smoothie? Oh yeah. I mean, sugar, flour. Oh my God. I can't remember. Amanda might remember more of the ingredients. I wish you had like a picture of it or something. Oh, mm-mm. no. Oh. It, that also reminds me of, my parents were very into forest green when they decorated our house in the 80s. We had forest green carpet. We had forest green countertops. We had forest green wallpaper. In like every room, different designs, but forest yeah. green was the theme. And I just pictured myself after I was thinking of the green smoothie thing that we made, the dirt drink. <laughs> I, I now picture, I'm picturing myself. It's interesting how childhood memories just flood back to you. I'm sitting on my green kitchen counter like a cat <laughs> eating cat food. What? Because my sister like... <laughs> <laughs> made me or something. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we had cats and I think she was either dared me or I'll have to what ask her sitting why. Sitting like a cat. What do you mean by like that? Like sitting up on the counter, like, like all over, fours. Like a, yeah. Like eating, eating cat food. Like the wet cat food. I think it was dry. Dry. Mm-hmm. I'm just like picturing you and Maggie like eating out of her bowl together. Yeah. Maggie wasn't there. My cats <laughs> growing up were Bandit, Rascal, and Smokey. Wait, your sister dared? I dared don't know. You? Or made me. She made me do a lot of things. Everybody thought Christy was so sweet and angelic. <laughs> and I'm like, no, she can be pretty brutal. My sister but, was uh, was kind of a bully to me too, but she never <laughs> made me eat cat like a cat. She was like, you better get on the counter and <laughs> pretend to be a cat. Who knows? I'll have to, I guess when I interview her for the Shauna Please, thing. I want to know if she remembers that. <laughs> so my sister's going to be on for the Shauna interview and that'll be a surprise. And then the following Thursday, my sister will be on for all four things for a Thursday episode because on Sunday, April 10th, her show premieres on HGTV. So we're sort of going to be the Thursday before the show, obviously when we're sitting down with Shawnee, you can bet you can bet I'm gonna be like, Hey, you're talking to my sister, a future HGTV star. Oh, In yes. Like a few days, her show premieres. Shout out. Then after the premiere, she's gonna come on for that Thursday to kind of talk about what's ahead in the season. What we have to you look won't forward to. Do one to. of the things as 
hey, remember that time you I will. made me be a cat? No, I'm going to ask oh my her. God, I love Because I don't remember. Details are always fuzzy. <laughs> what if she was like, that never happened, Amy? <gasps> no, I did. Okay. <laughs> no, it did. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it at some oh point in our adult life. Yeah. She would probably say, though, Amy, you wanted to do that. <laughs> And then is I'll there say, any, is there any way that you maybe did want to? And you were like, I just want my sister to like make me do it. So I have a reason to act like a cat and eat cat food. I, maybe, but I also just really wanted my sister to like me. So who knows? Oh. She could have casually been like, like, I'll do anything for you. Yeah. She could have oh, been like, okay, fine. Food. Eat the cat food. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I just wanted her attention. No, not a clue. So would you do that now for somebody? If you wanted them to like you, would she be like, I'll do anything. I'll eat this cat food. No. Right, so a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate 
from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right. So before we wrap this episode, Kat, I have some concrete conversation cards that I'm going to do with us. And then listeners, y'all should get this as a gift for someone in your life. Mary actually gave it to me for my birthday and I'm enjoying it for sure. But there's different levels, like level one of, of questions are fun to ask and they are generally safe for almost anyone to answer in any setting. Level two, these questions are important to ask and might require some thought to answer. And then level three, these questions are hard to ask and require the most vulnerability. You're probably going to want to grab a safe group of friends and a box of tissues. So that's why this would be a fun thing to buy. Like this is the year, at least for me, is the year of connections. I just turned 41 and I want to have more moments of connection. And I feel like when I had a little birthday party, it wasn't on my birthday. It was like the night before, but it was a very intentional evening gathered around the table. And there was lots of real talk and people opening up girls. I mean, it wasn't, there was like five girls, but we were sitting around talking and sharing and nobody was holding back. And it was interesting. Sorry, Kat, you could not be there. (laughs) I wanted you to be. Yeah, next Um, time. Next time. But we'll have some of that now. Before I go over them, these are called concrete conversations and they come in a cute little jar. I don't know how Mary heard of this, but on Instagram, they are at concrete conversations. You can see them there or 
uh, Concrete Conversations Facebook. I'm looking at the bottom of the jar. And then concrete-conversations.com is where you can find out more, but great gift. Or if you're hosting a party, maybe you just order it for yourself. So that way you could do it. Or they have family versions. I saw they have different types when I went to their website and they have one for a husband and wife, or if you're engaged or dating, then you could get it. So it's a relationship one, obviously. And then there's like friendship one, and then there might be like a family one. So let's see. I'm going to randomly draw one. Is that your drum roll? That's a good cat brain too. (laughs) Okay. If someone were to surprise you with a treat on a hard day, what would hit the spot? I don't feel like that's I already know. <laughs> I know how to, cats would be crumble cookies. 1000%. Straight up. Yeah. Just get one of every flavor. Well, I don't like the sugar cookie one. Well, so don't but get they don't always one. have that. Do they? I feel like they usually have the sugar cookie and the chocolate chip. Okay. Those are standard. Yeah. But Ooh. I mean, anything else, I will be happy. Yeah. And if you got me the sugar cookie one, I would still be happy. You would. Let's be honest. That was easy. Wait, give me another one. Okay. What hobby would you invest in if time and money mm. were not an issue? I, this is very easy for me. I would learn how to play the piano. Ooh, I played the piano for too. one year in fifth grade. And my piano teacher's name was Miss Tweedy. And she was very old. I want to say she was probably in her 80s. And so I didn't connect with her very well. But she would always sing along to what I was playing. And I hated it. And so my mom said, you just have to finish the year and then you can quit. And I wish she didn't say that. To me, one, it would just be therapeutic to be able to play. Also, like, what a fun party trick. When somebody starts playing the piano at a party, it's like, oh, I agree. I I picture myself as that person. I think about taking adult lessons. Me too. We should take them together. Okay, I would do it. Joint. Okay. What was a highlight of your last calendar year? Skip. (laughs) Just kidding. <laughs> we both just got quiet. I'm like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to do outdoors? <laughs> um, my favorite thing to do uh running. Oh. Or just like sitting with my I'm friends. Hiking. Okay. What's your best chance of becoming famous? Probably the podcast, <laughs> but I don't think I'm getting famous anytime soon. Or maybe if I learn how to play the piano, I'll be a famous pianist. Mm. Yeah. I could have a dream. Okay, next one. If you could live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? I'm pretty sure I would say mind. When I say body... body I am keeping body. But, but body means like you can walk and you can do all these... And like, use the bathroom on your own. Oh. Yeah. No, listen, I know some sharp nine-year-olds and I can play brain games and keep that brain sharp. I can't keep the other things other sharp. Functioning. Yeah. Okay. So, but what if it's saying like you would be, I think of a night. Well, I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You could be I'll sharp. Take half and and half. Nope. Not, I'll take not the question. 60 year old mind and body. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best part of your day? The morning. Oh, I love you. waking I, up early and so enjoying weird. my morning. My first, first thought was going to bed. Oh. <laughs> But is that living? I don't no. know. Shoot. Am I dead? I'm like, 41? I love to wake up and I love the morning. You're like, I love to go to sleep and close my eyes. <laughs> well, probably because I'm like, You're okay, tired. when I get the kids down and they're, especially my son is a little bit more difficult in the evenings, like to put down. Yeah. One of my other friends and I were talking about like, why is bedtime so hard? Why? Mm. Why? It's exciting to go to bed. Why is bedtime so hard with some kids? Yeah. 
And I know other parents out there, whether you got a newborn or Mm -hmm. another child that's just bedtime is just not their jam. My son's all confused about it. Like sometimes he's like, I'm so tired. And then we try to put him to bed and he's like, I'm not tired. And I'm like, (laughs) why? But wait, your bedtime is your alone time. My morning is my alone time. So that makes sense. Some of my friends get a lot of morning time and they get to wake up and kind of do it, depending on their work schedule, but they get more of a morning. And my morning Mm -hmm. is very busy Mm -hmm. because work starts early. All the things are early for me. And so my well, that makes sense. evenings, I need to shut it down more so in the evenings faster than I do. And I've started to put time limits on things like I'm done with everything at four o'clock today. Like that's an example. And so some days it might have to be five, some days it might be three, but I am shutting it down. And I might not even, I've like last week I did it where I wasn't even, I didn't even look at my phone which, I mean, I know where my kids are. I know we're good. They're with me. I don't need my phone. If there's an emergency, someone can figure it out. But I don't feel this, like I have to be attached to anything. And I'm trying to be super strict about it because I think it will be Mm -hmm. better for me if I do that. And just if you have, I get not everybody has that flexibility depending on what you do for a living. And if you run your own business, sometimes that's hard. Mm -hmm. But if you can find those moments where you can just shut it down and be done. Like Shannon, she works with me and she was like 3.59 and she asked me a question that was easily going to take more than five minutes. So that would put us, like say we were stopping at four, that would put us at 4.04. And I was like, you know what? Can this wait until tomorrow? And she goes, oh yeah. I was like, perfect. Put it on tomorrow's list. I'll see you tomorrow because she was leaving at four too. And then she sent me a note the next day and she just said, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I'm really proud of you for shutting down that question that I asked at 3.59 and not, because she would have kept going too just to knock that out Mm -hmm. and left at 4.04. But her day needed to end as well because she had been working since seven and like it was time. Mm -hmm. Like we're good. Can it wait until tomorrow? That's the question. Mm -hmm. And if it can, then let it. Mm -hmm. That's the new me. Can it wait until tomorrow? That's another quote for this episode. What are you most proud of accomplishing in the last 12 months? My first thought was, what have I accomplished? Joining the fifth thing permanently as a... (laughs) Okay, that's what I'm gonna go with. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. It reminds me of some of those real, the TikTok people and people on Reels that make all the fun videos. They start it and they're like, thank you. Or they end it. You, do you see this? Oh, I know Some you're of talking accounts. about that one guy. There's He's a, like, thank no, you. There's, yeah. there's like two guys I see do it and there's this other girl, but they just nail it. Like every time they're like, oh, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, that's thanks, how we should bye. end. Thank you. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they're so good. There is a comedian. Is that who you're thinking of? He's like yeah. a 15 second. He gives you like one really to, funny to, thing yeah. and he's like, okay, thank you. And thanks. then closes mm-hmm. it out. It's very funny. Thanks, bye. Thank you. Thank you. How? What's our thank you? Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. No, episode's over. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We have to workshop that. (laughs) Well, okay. We'll try it out. And then, I don't know, next Tuesday we can try it out again. But I would say a big accomplishment is, yes, you joining, like your official co-host here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Wait, what's yours? I don't know. I have lots of things. How do I pick one? Uh, uh, enforcing rules upon myself, yeah. setting boundaries. Okay. Uh, That's having, actually a really good one. 
hard conversations that I'm not always good at, but they're not, that's the thing too, is they're not always going to go well. And you're not always going to walk away and be like, oh, wow, you just did really great there. Like, oh, but it's I've walked away from have some it. where I'm like, oh, shoot, that just did not go well. And I'm not, but it's still being willing and open to have mm-hmm. conversations. Because it's the accomplishment what came out of the conversation or is the accomplishment having the courage to have these conversations that I've been wanting to have for a long time. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Thank you. (laughs) And I, you know, and my husband and I had that sort of conversation in our therapy. It was like, we had to do this really difficult activity and I was proud of myself for doing it Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to do it. It wasn't the outcome that you're proud of. It was like the fact that I did it. Right. It's like, oh, I still showed up. And even though Mm -hmm. it was hard, I still did it. Mm -hmm. And I was able to learn from it. And I took away what I needed to take away from it. So hard things in therapy, I'm a proud of that. Hard conversations with people in my life at times, even, yeah, work, people, friendships, family. Like there's been like across the thing. I feel like you thing, are, have gotten really good at that. And what? Not, <laughs> I mean, not, well, you're not there. How do you know? <laughs> if you were a fly on the wall, you might be like, Amy's not good at, she keeps no. talking about having okay. hard conversations no. and she should not have said Can, that. I need to give you a compliment. She, I'm trying to I give you a like, compliment. I know, but I feel like if you were a fly on the wall, you would be like, no, don't say that. <laughs> Why did you say that? Don't say that. Okay, maybe. But what I was going to say, and then you can, you can take this and receive it or you can say, no, thank you. Okay. But I was going to say, I feel like you are really good at attempting to have those conversations. And I know for me, I'm a therapist and I'm really good at helping other people talk about having those conversations and having those conversations about other people's stuff. But when it comes to me, I really struggle. And there's one specific conversation I've been meaning to have, needing to have since October that I have just been putting off because it scares me and it's uncomfortable. And I've watched you in that space between October and now have like 50 million of those conversations. So they might not go the way that you would think they should go in a perfect setting, which is not even real, but you are very good at doing it when it's it's hard. No, thank you. (laughs) You say no, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. Because I would, I, okay. If you're defining good as that, I'm willing to have them. Okay. That's good. But, but. Yeah. Some people are not, I'm not even willing to have some of them. So I think that is something you don't have to be, but I would want you to be proud of because not everybody can do that. Another thing that I'm proud of this year in this last calendar year- Are you deflecting that? Is making a puzzle, <laughs> which you just finished. Just finished it. Kat just finished yeah. the four things. It was it's fine. Really f- I'm fine. Everything is yeah. fine. Puzzle. That was a really, I will say, if you don't have that puzzle, it was a very fun puzzle to do because I did it with one specific person. And then one, last night- was it last night? I had a bunch of friends come over and we put a timer on and I was like, we we're going to finish this in 15 minutes. And we each had like, I was like, I'll do the donut. You do the kiwi. You do the cookie. You do this word. And it was fun because there's so many things on it. Oh, I'm so glad y'all had fun with it. Yeah, and did I, you get video of your funness? <laughs> no. No, we did not videotape it. Sorry. Um, but I have another puzzle that I started in January that I put away because it's not fun to do. It just is driving me crazy. Well, so that's why- Yours Mar- was very fun. Yeah. And Mary and I were super intentional that we wanted it to be fun. Mm-hmm. And it really is. So yeah. I'm glad so, you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's colorful. Big shout out. It's bright. It, I will it, be a, a brand ambassador for your puzzle. Okay. Yeah. It's, I don't know what that means, but- <laughs> 
hey, I'll take the, it's a glowing endorsement. <laughs> yeah. So the puzzle can be found at fourthings.com in case you're interested and just feel good purchasing it as a gift or either for yourself, knowing that it supports Haiti as do all four things items always. And yeah, fourthings.com, easy way to get there. And then that's it for Concrete Conversations uh, today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I'll be back on Thursday with four different things for you. I'm going to be doing three random things. And then Mosh, our favorite guy in news, is going to be joining me for the fourth thing to talk about his new newsletter, Mo News. Ooh. Mosh. Mo News. Get it? So good job, Mosh. And so that'll be this coming Thursday. And then on Sunday, there'll be another listener Q&A up. I think it'll be the fourth one. So I've been having so much fun sitting down with listeners and having them ask me questions. If you want to be a part of the listener-led episodes that come out on Sundays, then shoot me an email and put listener Q&A in the subject line. Four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com is where you can find that email. If you have something for me and Kat for the fifth thing, then in the subject line, put fifth thing. If you just have something random to say, put whatever you want in the subject line. <laughs> but I try to categorize or at least have a way to weed them out when we're trying to find questions or people for the episodes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> that didn't work. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's our show. Thank you. Okay. Oh, and there we go. And that's our show. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.